Hello, everyone. I'm Jake Ming, the president of the podcast club, and I'll be the host for this athletics podcast. And I'm joined here with Coach Ripple. Hello, everybody. And Coach Cannon. Hey, how's it going, Jake? So here we're just going to talk about their backgrounds and just help you guys get to know them better. So first thing I got for Coach Ripple, uh, would you like to just introduce yourself, like where you're from, that kind of stuff? Absolutely. Um, so again, my name is Coach Whipple and I'm from um, Nevada. I'm from a small town about a little over 100 miles north of here called Heiko, Nevada. It's a small like ranching community where my um, father was born and raised. I grew up there with um, my four brothers and sister. So from a big family, um, played a lot of sports and that's about it because that's all there is to do there. I um, graduated with 24 kids in my high school class. So nice small town um, and then went on to college and um, played a little basketball here and there and now I'm here at the Meadows. Awesome. Uh, what about you Coach Buchanan? Um, I too came from a large family. I grew up in the uh, East Bay of the San Francisco Bay Area in a city called Hayward. And uh, unlike Coach Whipple, I went to a large school. It was in a pretty good sized school and a pretty good sized community um, uh, with two brothers, two sisters. So there were five of us. And but like hers, my, my high school nickname are the farmers. So we were in kind of a little bit of a rural area if there's such a thing in the Bay Area, right? But uh, and then uh, was discovered by UNLV and came here to play football when I was 18. Uh, it, it came to school, uh, lettered four years at UNLV, and went on to uh, went on to on to coaching from there after a little brief stint doing some broadcasting. So uh, it uh, that's what that's what brought me here. All right. So for Coach Ripple. How did you get involved with your sport? Is this just something you picked up or was there someone that encouraged you to play? Um, well, I come from, like I said, I have four brothers and a sister and they all played sports. I'm second to youngest. So the majority of them being older, we played a lot of sports in my backyard and I got beat up a lot. And my mom was also like recently retired but she coached volleyball for 35 years. So sports was just kind of in my family. It's what we did. And like I said, in a small town, there wasn't much to do. So a lot of people played sports and I had the opportunity to play. So I kind of got involved that way from just watching siblings and wanting to be a part of a team and wanting to you know, win state championships. Um, and then towards the end of my high school career, about my junior year, I had um, a coach reached out to me about playing club basketball. So that's where I kind of got started into focusing more on basketball. Um, I was a three sport athlete, played several sports, but kind of honed in on basketball, probably closer to my junior year um, when I started playing club basketball. All right. Uh, what about you, Coach Cannon? You know, mine's, uh, mine's interesting. Again, I, I went to UNLV, I, I you know, Played my, uh, I actually played parts of five years. I had two junior years because I had a uh, had a knee operation that kind of stunted one one season. But uh, afterwards, uh, took a few years. But I mine became was an interesting story. I moved back to the Bay Area. I had a nephew that was playing football at 
Bishop O'Dowd High School, which is a highly regarded school in, in that area and is currently nationally ranked at their division. And I was donated as a photographer by my brother uh, to <clears throat> videotape their games. So I'm videotaping the games, talking to my brother, and the head coach calls me and says, you know, you know a little bit about football. Maybe you should come and be part of our staff, which I then became part of their staff and was their offensive line coach there for a dozen years, uh, became the head coach at my old high school, eventually migrating back to Las Vegas, and I've been the offensive coordinator in Boulder City. Uh, and, then, uh, and then the Meadows came calling because they needed a line coach, and uh, I found a home. Okay, so speaking of sports, uh, this is for Coach Ripple. What are your plans for this upcoming season, especially with like COVID and everything that's been going on, like especially with like social distancing? Yeah. Like, how do you guys plan on like continuing the season? Uh, that's a great question, Jake. <laughs> and I wish I had some more concrete answers for you. Right now, the plan um, given to us, I mean, through NIAA, is that our season can officially start on January 2nd. Um, we can't hold any official practices until then. So right now, we are doing voluntary workouts. We're going to um, plan as though we are going to have a season. So that's what we're doing. We're working out a few days a week. Um, we're going to amp that up a little bit come November. Um, to five days a week. And so we'll just continue to, you know, practice voluntarily as though we are going to have a season. Come January 2nd, um, we hope to be out on the court competing, but that will depend a lot on, you know, rules and regulations that we have to abide by. As for like the social distancing and all of that, again, those are kind of things that are out of our control that will be told of what we had to do. So right now we wear masks, we social distance, we do all the disinfecting, we, you know, everything we can to keep these kids safe. We're doing testing um, provided by the school. So that's what we're doing right now in hopes that again, in planning for our season to start January 2nd. All right, so I got one last question for you guys. Um, it's kind of more a random question, but I know, especially with COVID, professional sports have changed quite a bit, but do you guys have any teams that you guys really like? Of course. I, I, the Las Vegas Raiders has got to be a team that I like, and because the president of the Raiders is Mark Bidane, and his son is one of my outside linebackers, um, I feel obligated to say that that's the team. But I grew up in the East Bay where the Raiders came from, so uh, I've been a, a lifelong fan of the Raiders and then, of course, the 49ers. Um, I had a cousin that played for the Buffalo Bills. So once a year, I used to root against the Raiders. So I always said I was a little bit more of a 49er fan than a Raider fan. But now that they're here and I have a, a personal relationship with uh, the president of that franchise, I, uh, I'll, I'll, I will root for them. All right. <laughs> um, uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you the same question, so. Oh, deal. Well, I would have to go, I mean, I'll start with college because my alma mater, the University of Utah, go Utes. Um, I will root for any of their teams. Um, Pac-12 is starting soon, so we'll, I'll be watching them. But as for professional sports, growing up in Nevada, it was kind of hard. We didn't have any professional teams until recently. So 
a Golden Knights fan, of course, a Las Vegas Raiders fan, of course. Um, but as for, I guess, growing up, I was a Bulls fan because of Michael Jordan. Um, and my brothers all watched the Bulls and rooted for them. So that was kind of a go-to. Um, and then I've always loved the San Antonio Spurs because I admire Coach Pop and what he does and his philosophy and how he makes great teams year after year after year. I remember you mentioned something about your alma mater being the University of Utah. Yeah. So did you actually play on the team while you were there? Yeah, I probably should have mentioned that when I talked about myself, but I'm not one to kind of toot my own horn here. So I, <laughs> I kind of breeze by that. But yes, I, after high school, I attended the University of Utah and I played for four years there. I, after playing um, for the Utes for four years, I did go overseas and I played in Belgium. Um, after that, I got into coaching then I coached at UNLV for four years, decided on a little career change, knew that I still wanted to coach, but wanted to do it at a um, high school level instead of a division one level. Um, got my master's in school counseling and ended up at Meadows coaching the women's basketball team here. I want, awesome. to, make, I want to make sure that I add that she is a fabulous counselor. She is a great, <laughs> she is a great counselor, but she's unbelievable basketball coach with her background and, and the people in our community just don't know what they really have. She just kind of glosses over. Yeah, I played at Utah. Yeah, I played overseas professionally. Yeah, I did all this kind of stuff. But you can also coach the heck out of the game of basketball. And in my opinion, there has to be a couple of girls over five, six that are out in our community that get good grades that want to come to the Meadows and play some basketball for a great coach. All right. Uh, well, do you guys have anything else you want to add? Um, I will add just a little bit about what Jack just mentioned of just getting people out to play. Um, you know, women's basketball, the numbers have been up and down, but I just encourage kids. And even if it's not, not women's basketball, but just to get out and play sports in general, I, like I said, was a three sport athlete. It is possible. It, we don't have to specialize in one sport. Um, it is possible to play three sports and still be really good at one. So I just encourage kids to play sports and obviously I'm biased and would love, um, you know, Meadows girls to give it a try. I would love for them to come out and play. Um, we have a great atmosphere, a great culture, at least I hope so. Maybe I say that and people would say something different, but yes, I would love more. Um, female athletes to come out and play sports and would love them to have have love to have them on the basketball court as well. We really have some electric things going on in our athletic department right now with the advent of our human performance division where we have two different separate workout facilities. We have things that we're doing that other people uh, haven't even dreamed of. Uh, somebody that's been around sports and things for a long, long time, let me emphasis the long time, this is really revolutionary and we're turning people that think they might be an athlete into athletes and we're taking athletes and making them very good athletes. Uh, and I know from the football side that we had to embrace a process, right? And, you know, and, and two years ago, we had 12 players. A year ago, we had 22 players. And this year I'm over 32 players that are coming out and we are going to, at some point, 
retake our position as the team in the South that, uh, that we had about 15 years ago. So uh, it's, it's really an exciting time to be involved in athletics here at the Meadows. Yeah, for sure. I mean, from coming from personal experience, like I've been at Meadows my entire life. And like one thing I noticed is that there are so many opportunities that people just like don't know about or like they're not like they don't really take advantage of it all the time. And yeah, like I'm graduating this year and I just think it's like so great what I've seen like these past few years, like especially with athletics, like the way we've been growing and that kind of stuff. But yeah, honestly, like I think it's just great what I've seen happening in this community. Um, all right. Well, that's all I got for you guys. Unless you guys have anything else you want to add. Well, thanks for having us, Jake. Thank you very much, Jake. You know, I'm always looking for an extra running back. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Meadow School podcast. And yeah, see you guys next time.